0: it's Christmas morning and I'm the only one awake in my house which isn't unusual I love having an hour or so of quiet before all the chaos starts it gives me a chance to think and consider whether or not I found it Find what you ask? Well, find what I'm looking for. And I'm not referring to the scotch tape that always goes missing on Christmas Eve when I just have that one last-minute gift to wrap. I'm not referring to the scissors that also seem to disappear somehow with the scotch tape. And I'm also not referring to that special gift for that hard-to-buy-for family member. No, I'm referring to finding what you're looking for from this Christmas story. From this season of Advent. For those not looking for anything, well, you probably got what you were looking for, (laughs) nothing. But for those searching for something meaningful, my hope is that you found not just what you were looking for, but actually more than you were expecting. This story is like that, if we approach it honestly. Every year we tell this old, old story, either through word or song, or even through Hollywood. Searching for ways that this old story of Jesus' birth can still hold some sort of truth for our lives in our time. Does it ever get old? Maybe for some. I have met those disillusioned adults who think that Christmas is just for the kids. But that just isn't true. The problem is that they think the nativity story is just the script for a children's play every year. But it isn't a children's story. It's a story for adults, for all humanity. It's a story filled with mystery and surprise, hope and fear. And I think some people just get tired of it every single year of unpacking it, wondering, you know, why do we have to read this again? And why do we have to search its pages for truth? Well, because we need it. Frankly, we always have. That's not only why it was written down, but why it survived. For a couple of years, I attended Midnight Mass with a friend every Christmas Eve. Now, by Midnight Mass, I mean 1 a.m. After finishing our Christmas Eve service at the parish, I would always go home and finish up some wrapping, and I would still have time to catch a couple hours of sleep before my friend would pick me up, and we would head downtown to this old cathedral. Once there, I was always shocked every time I went how hard it would be to find a parking spot at 1 a.m. But the streets surrounding the church were packed with cars and pouring out of those cars were people of all ages, the elderly, kids, young adults, and all of them dressed to the nines. The ground is always covered in snow and the whole city is experiencing this incredible hush. As we walk into this old cathedral, my head automatically looks up. I can't stop looking up. The ceilings were so high and every inch seemed to be covered with art from the walls as well, the ceilings, everything. And this beautiful, massive tapestry of St. John the Evangelist behind the altar at the front. The whole place is telling a story. The church is a giant graphic novel. The stations of the cross surrounding me, forcing me to turn my head again to take it all in. The smell of incense and old hymnals, candles and old pews. I know just hearing me say that doesn't sound appealing, but it is. At least at 1 a.m. on Christmas Eve. The smell of aging lumber and of lumbering aged. If you've ever wondered what history smells like, here it is. Some museums have it. Your great aunt's basement has it, and old churches have it. It's a rare commodity that can't be artificially reproduced. They've tried. can't be done. And when we walk into this old church, we always sit near the back. That way we won't stand out if we're not standing or sitting or kneeling at the appropriate times during this ancient liturgy. It was a workout. I realized that No one is able to fall asleep during Mass. There's just too much movement. My Fitbit told me that I put 2,000 steps in just sitting in my pew. You would think that for somebody who wasn't Catholic, that I would feel uncomfortable, or that I would feel out of place. But I didn't, at least not for midnight Mass on Christmas Eve. On this night, we were all part of a bigger story unfolding. Picking up the bulletin, I read a small history of this old church. It took my breath away. This building I was in was over 185 years old. And I realized that I was a part of something that started long before I was born. And I was a part of the community of hope that dotted our city and what few old buildings remained active and it felt sacred. Not only was I sitting in a, a building that was a part of a story that has been being told since before I was born, I was celebrating the Christmas story that had been told even before this church was even built. I realized in that moment that I was sitting in the same sanctuary that others have sat in for over 185 Christmases, 185 Christmas Eves. They came here like me, searching for meaning in this old story. And I realized how communal Christmas is. It's something that we're meant to do together. Even amongst strangers, there's this magic in it. Hearing the story with other people is just, there's something beautiful that takes place. I looked around and imagined in all those people that were filling those pews, what stories they held. And how on this night, we all seemed to intersect. I imagined for a moment the Christmas Eve of 1914. Or on the Christmas Eves of the following four years, those who came to mass on Christmas Eve during the great war, praying for the living and the dead, wondering how on this night, this story would hold them and carry them through the night. And when that war had ended, I imagined the Christmas Eve's of the early 1920s as the Spanish flu pandemic was sweeping the world. I tried to imagine how many would have come to this same sanctuary to have buried their dead, whether from war, disease, or age in these same seats, bearing witness to those who'd given birth and were baptizing their young, their children, or here to celebrate love declared at the front of this old church. I sat there and it was amazing just considering how sanctuaries were meant to be such sacred places where we can gather during the darkest and most joyous times of our lives. And then every December 24th, gathering again every year after year around this old story hoping that it would lead us back through the darkness through uninterrupted plans through the unexpected back to the stable where we like the shepherds could look at the promise of god with us and wonder again what it could mean as i sat there thinking about the previous 185 christmas eve services that have happened in this same old pew I was strangely sitting in solidarity with those who'd come before me, searching for all the ways the story is true for me, for us. I realize the story is just so filled with searching. We search with Mary for comfort from Elizabeth. We search with Joseph for assurance when life seems out of control and unexpected. We search with the shepherds for things that sound too good to be true. We search with the Magi for the signs that take us to where we need to go. It's a story of searching and it always will be. So don't get tired of this journey. Instead, realize that what makes the searching easier is that the one we're searching for is also searching for us. God is always looking for us. God has always been a searching God. From the beginning of the book of Genesis, we read that God searches the garden for Adam and Eve when they're hiding in their shame. God comes to find them. The Creator came down and searched for the created. The language is filled with longing. It's more than merely finding something that is not where it should be. Creation isn't misplaced, it's struggling to find its way. And God is searching for us. This is about wanting connection, it's about communion. In the New Testament, when Luke writes his recollection of the teachings of Jesus, he records Jesus telling three stories back to back, reminding us of the searching heart of God. First, Luke writes that God is like a woman searching for a coin, this part of a collection. In the next story, Jesus tells about a shepherd searching for a lost sheep that has wandered away from its flock. And in the final story, he tells of a father who lost a son and about how the father stood outside and looked into the distance in expectancy for any sign of his runaway son to return. And then when he sees his son in the distance, the father runs to him. The language is clear. The metaphor is bold. Jesus is describing a God who searches and is longing for us. And Jesus will say of himself many times that he came to seek and make whole that which is lost. This is a searching God, and the story is all about that search. A God who wants to find, who wants to be found, hiding in plain sight for those who have eyes to see and ears to hear. The angel in Joseph's dream will declare that this Messiah will be called Emmanuel, which means God is with us. We don't have to look far searching for this God. God is here. God is with us. The shepherds were told, God is already here. Go and see. Search. Look. God's already here. The same message is for us. God is among us. He's here. His presence. Go and look. Search. Look in your lives. In the pain as well as in the joy in the sorrow and in your heart's desire. Search for God because the story declares that he can be found. That God wants to reveal himself in our circumstances. But we have to look and search. And not because God is hiding, but often because we are hiding from the unknown, from our fears, from grief, from sorrow. But history will teach us that we need to search for the light of the world in these stories so we know what to search for in our own lives. And we search because when we find this great light it will guide us to where we need to go through the storm through the dark hmm. as i record this i can see the sun is rising out my window facing southeast through the blowing snow i can see the promise of a new day it's christmas morning everybody after you finish opening your gifts remember to open your heart because a loving god is looking for a place to call home